in a white church in the middle of the wood. A following Trump just the best they could. Some folks like a man, some folks don't. A cussing and a fighting in the old church hall. If you don't agree, better leave them alone. My great beer dogs and burn your home with a little white church. When the church doors open, anything goes. Republican fundamental Christians go with a little white church. Welcome! Welcome! Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you. You are too kind. Mmm, looking good, Deborah Millie. Looking good. Is that a blouse? Would you call that a blouse? What is that? I'm not sure what that is, but it looks good on you. I feel religious this morning. I feel religious. Welcome to Little White Church, motherfuckers. I'm your pastor, Bill. Reagan White. So, you know, how dare Jack Smith do another damn indictment on our Lord Donald J. Trump? Every fucking uh, church show I've been doing from now on has been basically a fucking indictment show. It's been fucking crazy. So, it's fucked up. I just feel like Trump is being unfairly targeted. It feels that way, you know, because it's hard to believe some someone normal would just, you know, fuck up as much as Trump has. And, and to this degree, especially being a former president, it's hard to believe someone privileged would fuck up like this. It, it just seems like it's outlandish that someone continues to fuck up every day. It's hard for us maggots to believe. So that only brings me to my one conclusion, and that's that it's a setup, and it's by a bunch of conniving Satanist liberals that have set our Donald Trump the fuck up. And I mean, we want to impeach Joe Biden for absolutely fucking nothing, so it's us Republicans that are trying to set people up all the time. So, you know, this Trump stuff is not too far-fetched because that's what we're trying to do to them. You have these Democrats somehow controlling Trump's body and making them do crimes and then admit to those crimes on national television. He just admits right to it. That's not too much out of the realm of possibility that it's all in a... A really good setup by liberal satanic cabal members. Just setting him the fuck up. And I just hate Trump has to keep sitting his wife Melania down. I hate that he has to keep sitting her down and telling her how much he fucked up. The first few times Trump sat her down, she said, What did you fuck another porn star? What did you collude with Russia? What did you have dinner with KKK again? And then porn star? Did you fuck porn star with KKK? Like orgy? You gangbang with Russia? You and KKK? Was Putin and Kim Jong there? Did you fuck them? And Trump is like, no, it's nothing like that. You can, you don't have to worry. I did fuck a porn star again, but. I didn't pay her with campaign funds this time, but let, let me tell you, but it's funny you bring that up because 
I got indicted for fucking that one porn star. And Melania's like, which one? And Trump was like, uh, the, the the Stormy Daniels one. But I think that's the one that uh, they're talking about. Are you sure? I know you keep cheating on me. And it's getting exhausting for me. And you keep on with it. With your penis, small penis. And you fuck them. You goth and cheat. And goth and cheat. You are like... My good friend Tiger Woods, you keep golfing and cheating. Damn fucking church, I do a good damn Melania Trump voice, don't I? Now, um, Trump now just sits, you know, Melania down and she's like, Let me guess, another fucking indictment. And Trump's like, bingo. So, let me tell you, church, I will never tell you anything political. I will never mention anything political in church. I think that a church should be absence of politicalness. And, um, I will never tell you anything political. So, okay, let's get our text to put this Jack Smith guy talking up on the, on, uh, the big screen about the latest indictment. Well, check this the fuck out, church. Look up at this big screen. Good evening. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. I'm not reading that shit. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, was an unprecedented assault was on the of American democracy. Described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. All Trump said was lies the, the election was stolen. Targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the US government the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. Mike Pence obstructed the counting. The men and women of law enforcement who Fuck. defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. No, Derek Chauvin's a hero. They're patriots and they are the very best of us. No. They did not just defend a building. Kyle Rittenhouse is in it. the defender. They put their lives on the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. What about Kyle Rittenhouse? They defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. What about fucking Kid Rock? Since the attack on our capital, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. It's all a setup. This case is brought consistent with that commitment. Oh, come on. And our investigation of other individuals continues. All oh, a setup. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial Oh, I'm sure you love that. In court and judged. Yeah, because you don't want citizens. Trump to be the president in the meantime, and be I able to obstruct more. The indictment is only an allegation, and the defendant must. Yeah, be it's only a bad, you know, frivolous beyond a reasonable allegation, but in a court of law. Yeah. I would like to thank the members of the Federal Bureau of Investigation who are working on this investigation with my office. What, Bill Clinton? career prosecutors Satan. and law enforcement agents Who, from around the country. Who's all on your team, buddy? Who worked on the cabal. Investigations. That's a lot of fucking These people. These women and men are public like servants Obama. of the very highest order 
and it is a Hillary. to work alongside them. Satan. Come on, Jack. Don't jack me off here, buddy. What a lot of nonsense, church. I can't believe he would talk about the capital cops who protected our capital in such a good light. I just can't agree with the police brutality going on against us white people that went on that day. The cops brutalized us on January 6th. Remember that uh, when they that group of white supremacists were crushing that one cop in the door jam? And then they just let those people in the door. So it's all set up, man. They just let us in. They let those white supremacists come in. It was all an inside job. And I wonder who was the architect. Trump refused to call for reinforcements. He was so distraught, you know. He just didn't call for reinforcements. And I wonder who was the architect and the instigator. Trump grabbed the wheel at the limo, remember, that day, and he wanted to confront the people responsible for the inside job. He was like, I gotta get back there, Antifa is posing and trying to take over the Capitol in my favor. Shit, I gotta stop this. I gotta stop this. They got liberal Antifa to put on redneck gear and talk like us. Drink like us, buy a shitload of Trump memorabilia, and they set us up, man. They fucking got us good. The cops just let them in, man. Just let them come in. They just let them in. They just let them in, man. They let them come right in that fucking front door, man. The FBI was like, let me get that door for you, ma'am. Come on in, everybody. I wonder who would benefit from a setup like this. Definitely not Joe Biden, who was already supposedly the winner of the election. Why would Democrats need to orchestrate a fake insurrection? I don't know. To put the icing on the fucking cake, that's why. Try to make it look like all us fucking losers and lunatics were crazy. Make us the laughing stock of the fucking world. Antifa did a good fucking job with that, didn't they? Making us look like a bunch of dumbass, redneck, hillbilly assholes. I know if I was from another country and I watched January 6th on the television, I would be like, man, the people in the USA look dumb as fuck, man. I'm glad I'm on the other side of this fucking world. Antifa nailed our appearance, our dumbass demeanor. To the fucking T. They look almost as racist as some of us are in real life. And I could tell the difference though. I could tell it wasn't us though. Because I saw one guy yell the N-word. And it was not even convincing to me. So Antifa fucking pulled it off man. Everyone at January 6th looked like a fucking dumbass. So Antifa did a good job dressing up like us and i mean some of these antifa people did math for like fucking three years in preparation just in preparation i mean shit they really didn't have to do that because um like two months would have been fine enough because i remember um back in uh school they showed us like the the faces of math you know and the first picture would be like a beautiful woman who i would love to bang and then the second picture is like what she looked like if she did meth for like, you know, um, a month or two. And 
She just looks hideous. She looks like a fucking January 6er, that's for sure. Don't get me wrong, I still fuck her, but a blowjob from her is just off the table. But maybe under the table, just not on the table where I can fucking see her ugly fucking face, you know, blowing me. Some of these Antifa fuckers look like they even got the same dumbass haircut I've seen you guys with. The, you know, the crew cut you get from the, the sports clips. Yeah, it was meticulous and calculated, you guys. One guy dressed up like Ernest goes to camp, and now is Ernest goes to fucking jail. It was smart and clever how Antifa pulled this fucking shit off, buddy, bro. It was like the the prestige. It's the best in job job scheme thing set up. Most people can't even fucking explain the details well because it's really fucking complex. CIA, uh, FBI type, James Bond shit, you know. I think some of us were even controlled by microchips somehow because they made some of us act like violent fucking assholes, like criminals. But, of course, you know, I don't believe that Trumpers are criminals. Their skin is too fucking white, buddy. There is no way they could be criminals. I remember when people said um, George Floyd had a rap sheet. So, hey, I'm okay with him getting murdered by a cop, by a white supremacist cop. Well, um, now Trump has a rap sheet now and is uh, pending some offenses. Um, so does that same apply to um, Trump, that same standard? In MAGA world, that's an affirmative no. Trump gets notified of his indictments while he's like golfing or some shit. And then he gets to arrange when he comes in for the arraignment in which he takes a private jet. No one bashes his door in or no knock, shooting, beating his ass and arresting him. Must be fucking nice, right? The man is treated so unfairly. Us white people are not treated the same way in this country like everyone else. We arrive alive and we have no injuries on us. Oftentimes we arrive and we feel very fresh. We feel quite refreshed like we got, you know, 8 to 12 hours of sleep. And we say, damn, I feel good today. I hope we win this case, buddy. And I think even Trump's chair in the courtroom is a massage chair. Trump has those cucumbers on his eyes and he's got his feet down in a jacuzzi tray under the court table. But although Trump is comfortable as hell in that massage chair, he is still deep inside scared like a little bitch. And he's afraid to even look up at, at Jack Smith who is staring a hole in his fucking face. And Trump is like, oh shit. This guy might fucking put me away. This guy is the mad dog. And I'm a little bitch compared to him. But I'm going to act all tough. And I'm comfortable in my massage chair. But I feel good. But I'm scared to fucking death. But I feel good. After the arraignment, Trump will probably just get his attorneys to go to trial for him. Like, hey, go do that for me. I'd rather fucking not. If Trump loses in court and is found guilty, his lawyers will call Trump at the golf course and say, Sorry, sir, it didn't go well. You, you lost. You've been found guilty. And then Trump will 
hang up, finish his game of golf. His attorneys will arrange a time for surrender probably three months from then. So Trump could maybe get a quick vacation in or something um, before he serves his time out on house arrest. I'm telling you, these white people get treated so fucking unfairly and Trump is a fucking victim for sure and I scream the white scream every day like, oh my God, we are so oppressed. My butt fucking hurts, man. I have a very special treat for you guys this morning. Colin Bow wants to perform a new Jason Aldean song. Do that in a small town, karaoke style. You know that, you know, new controversial races of fuck song? He wants to sing it here at church. And I feel humbled in his presence that he wants to do that here today. He forgot his uh, lyric sheet, though, um, at home. So could someone get us the lyrics off the internet for us? Uh, Hi, I'm Porter Vane. I found the lyrics right here on Reddit. Yeah, here you go. Here's my phone. You can use that, man. I got that shit pulled up. Go ahead. Awesome, Porter. Thank you, young man. You are a mountain to something, I tell you. You see, our youth group at the the Little White Church is just incredible. They are, you know, the future. And I, I thank you, young man. Here you go, Colin. Please sing every word. Praise him and don't hold back because I want you to sing every word that's on that lyric sheet because... You know, they're coming after our freedom of speech. And I can't have that. I can't fucking have that. And and, and stick around. We have a great show today. And we will go over Trump's legal troubles on the show uh, with a, a Florida attorney. We got a Florida attorney coming. So stick around. And Colin, sing every damn fucking word. You got me, bitch. Go ahead. At the capital, handjacking my wiener at the red light. Put my feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. You think it's cool to act racist like you are? Cause capital cops spit in his face. She on the flag, you like that shit. Yeah, you like rebel flags. Watch out in a liberal town. See how far the fuck you go down with me. Cross that line, we indoctrinate your ass. You go to 
made you down. Shot at in fucking DC. The good old boys did. The guy in Diane. They in jail. Do the Michael Jackson riff. Spin it like it's your own. Round here we lock shut the fuck up You cross that line we indict your ass You go to jail I recommend you don't Try that in the bedroom Republicans are cooks fucking song what the fuck is wrong with you these clearly weren't the correct lyrics that jason aldane sings in the song that must have been influenced and written by a liberal as a joke to mock us can't you see that didn't you realize that when you were singing the whole fucking song jeez well fuck whoever really wrote that shit online now, Porter Vane, please do a better job at looking up these lyrics online because these liberals are trying to fuck us. I wanted to hear the Jason Aldean song, Do That in a Small Town. You know the one that badmouths the BLM police brutality protesters? How dare they fucking protest being brutalized by cops? So Jason is calling out the whole movement based on the ones that got arrested at these protests. BLM, of course, is a movement against the unfair treatment of unarmed black people who get targeted, oftentimes straight up murdered by cops. So yeah, that's what Jason Aldean is against. Aldean's song is about a small town because yeah, most Republican places are poor as fucking small. Because, of course, you know, our booming economy and our much superior know-how on how to run the economy, that's what gets us a booming, and it's small. Always small. The Republican South is booming. DeSantis sent thousands of jobs to California, we know what the fuck to do in our small town. Thank you very much. And it's definitely not growing a small town into a big town, that's for sure. A Silicon Valley town or a desirable place to live town. No, none of that shit. A mediocre small town, maybe not even mediocre, but a small as fuck town, a place nonetheless. A small as fuck place stretched out over a big landmass, but well, you, you know, pretty much the Bible Belt, but a small town, a small ass town that consists of MAGA white people, usually fucking racist assholes, who are ready to protect 
a cop's right to murder an unarmed individual that poses them no fucking threat whatsoever. And these MAGA small town enthusiasts spin that shit when they these victims of um, police brutality speak out and say, uh, enough is enough. Stop killing us or whatever. Let's have these cops brutalize them some more just so we can say, hey, see, we told you these people that are um, victims of these cops are out of line and the police have to brutalize them because these people are violent. And because these people are violent, now you better let me and my good old boys bust their fucking ass and be violent on them, maybe kill or whatever we got to do for white America and public police service and we need to sing a racist as fuck song so Betty who goes to church on the regular can say, oh, what a nice song as she plays it on the way. Or Phil from the, the Bass Pro Shop helping a guy pick out a, a fishing rod to fish as he can say, you know, did you hear that beautiful song on the radio? It's so patriotic. It's unlike anything I've ever heard before. You know, the left is trying to say that shit isn't right that Jason Aldean's speaking about. And, you know, it's because he's right. He, he's speaking truth. <laughs> and the whole time, these MAGA patriots talk about this song that, you know, Jason Aldean beautifully handwritten. They ignore that they themselves... MAGA Republicans did everything Jason Aldean talked about on January 6th themselves. But hey, the conversation is only going to be about the BLM police brutality protesters because that's all I'm interested in hearing about is them being bad people. It doesn't fit my particular, you know, Republican interest to talk about that shit about January 6th. I'm sure Jason Aldean would never condemn these good old MAGA chump dick sucking supporters in a million years, okay? So, and I don't mean that in a negative way either. As a homophobic Trump supporting preacher myself, I would be glad to suck my, you know, Lord Trump's dick. Or even Jason Aldean's penis or unit or whatever he has. And those loose in the front country blue jean pants. Um, I don't really see much of a bulge there, but I'm sure Jason is packing in that small town. Now, I'm not going to go on too much about that shit because I'm homophobic, I rem you know. But I would, I would definitely double team Trump's dick with Jason Aldean. And I can say that in a sincere Republican way and in a small town or suck that dick right on Fifth Avenue. And I just imagine sucking Trump's cock when I listen to Jason Aldean's song. It's just so beautiful, so Christian and beautiful. And I believe I'm totally in the right for believing based on Jason's beautiful Christian song, January 6th insurrectionists were peaceful, kind protesters. Nonviolent, of course, and that every single BLM supporter is just a violent piece of shit, fucking violent person. You fucking violent! If you don't agree, I kick your fucking ass. <laughs>
I'll kick your fucking ass! Who wants to fucking fight? Who wants to fucking fight? I'll kick somebody's fucking ass! Who wants to fucking go? I'll fucking beat your fucking ass! <sighs> so let's go over these damn fucking prayer requests before I kick somebody's ass in here. I see a lot of motherfuckers I beat the fuck down. I'll beat the fuck down. Hey, Fred, you shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down before you get your fucking ass torn up by me. I will rip your ass in half. Right at the split, I'll rip it at the butthole, and I'll rip your fucking ass in half. You got me? Damn. I don't want to have to be this way with you guys, but you guys need to listen the fuck up. Okay? So, it's a sad day for America, so let's not only pray for the people on this prayer list today, but pray for America. So, let's pray for Danny Levin. Danny was out at the Cosmic Bowling Alley getting drunk with the, you know, senior citizens that he's in charge of watching. Yeah, that's his fucking job, you know. Well, Danny went to the bowling alley, you know, the bar, and got a couple pictures of Miller Lite. As y'all know, we all collectively don't buy Bud Light anymore um, because as a Republican homophobic asshole... I just can't support a beer company supporting somebody that is gay or trans. So, um, Danny did the right thing and got, you know, a, a Miller Lite. You see, Bud Light had a, you know, a transsexual sponsor and influencer, you know, named Dylan Mulvaney. He was like a trans person. So, I kind of heard this and it pissed me off. So, um... We no longer support Bud Light just based on that alone. So, um, as Republicans, we cannot acknowledge the, you know, existence of a transsexual. I support someone like, you know, Kid Rock for shooting empty Bud Light beer cans because, you know, that is a good Christian homophobic MAGA supporting uh, vagina vag banger. You know, so this guy is like shooting up cans with like an AR-15. I think it was uh, an AR-15 or some shit like that. You know, the gun that Kyle Rittenhouse uses. But anyway, this homophobe shot up a bunch of empty cans. And I guess some of them were full because I don't think he can drink all of them. And was like, hey, you're not going to take my fucking right away to fuck a pussy. I'm a straight man. And you are not going to cock block me, you motherfucking Bud Light. How dare you hurt me like you have, Bud Light. Rat-a-tat-tat-tat-tat. I will never forgive you for what you've done to me. Rat-a-tat-tat-tat. I'm so fucking distraught. How could Bud Light have done this to me? Rat-a-tat-tat-tat. Oh my fucking god. I may be a millionaire country singer, but this cannot fucking stand. I must show my social circle of homophobic white supremacists my distaste. I must shoot these cans, and we must all come together as good Christian maggots 
and push out satanic, biblically unauthorized sexual participants in our definition of what is godly sexual encounters. It's between one woman and one man. And no beer company is going to tell me different when I get drunk as fuck. That shit ain't fucking right, man. And I know we've been drinking Bud Light every fucking day of our lives. For like our whole lives. But now it's gay. And I'm going to pretend like I never drank that shit. And call people pussies that drink it. If some asshole calls me out for drinking Bud Light in my past every day for decades. And say, hey, that must make me a pussy, right? That must make me gay, right? Because I couldn't get enough of Bud Light back in the day. I will say... Hey, well, I'm not drinking it anymore. And no, I didn't do it back then either. I took a DeLorean back in time, switched that beer out. There I was on the stage playing Earth Angel at the school dance. Earth Angel, Earth Angel, won't you be mine? And I started getting weak. I looked down at my pants and I saw my penis start to slowly fade. And my future self switched my Bud Light with a Miller Light. Because, you know, when you're playing a live show, you usually have a beer over sitting on the amplifier. And I actually have one right now over here on the amplifier that I take a swig of every now and then to keep things fresh, you know. Well, you know, back then, my future self switched those beers out. So, technically, I never drank a Bud Light. And I saw my penis come back into visual, and um, everything was good. Well, anyways, like I was saying before that Bud Light homophobic rant and the Jason Aldean rant, I need to get back on the prayer request. We need to pray for my prayer request that I get on track here. But um, Danny Levin went to the bowling alley with a bunch of old people that he is supposed to watch, be watching, and... Um, Went and bought two pitchers of Miller Lite. Miller Lite for everybody to drink. So those old fucks started throwing back those beers and having a good fucking old time. One senior citizen named Granton Fletcher got up because it was his turn to, you know, bowl. Well, he, he is wasted drunk, so he gets up and started, you know, pissing urinating all over the floor. The piss is a bright color, so, because remember, this is cosmic bowling, you know. Everything is under a black light, so the fluorescent piss is just going all over the fucking floor. Danny gets up and is like, Hey, Granton, you need to sit the fuck back down, buddy. Take a break there, buddy. Danny tried grabbing Granton, but Granton pissed all over him, too, and Danny was like, Fuck, man, sit back down, fuck. That's enough cosmic bowling for you. Granton pointed his dick right at Danny's mouth and pissed right in Danny's mouth, causing him to slip and slide down the alley and giving Granton a strike. Granton was like, Oh, fuck yeah, motherfucker, right down the bullseye and ice, bet yeah. So that's when senior citizen Walter Melton got up because it was his turn now. He looked down the alley and saw Danny looking like a damn creature from the Patrick Swayze The Thing movie because, you know, everything's black lit, so it would look fucked up. 
The blood and the urine was fluorescent, causing him to believe that an otherly world alien creature was at the end of that alley. Walter yelled, I will take care of your ass, you no good alien ungodly abomination. You burn in hell, you bastard. Granton went and got some more beers for everyone while Walter rolled a strike right at Danny's balls. Danny was like, oh, fuck my fucking balls. The seniors chugged their beers. Granton yelled, Good job, Walter. We ain't done yet. Everyone get a fucking ball. Let's roll at the same time and send this creature to fucking hell. The senior citizens all got a ball. They had the safety rails up on the alley. You know those safety rails that make it like impossible for like a, a four-year-old not to get a gutter ball? So all these senior citizens rolled at the same time. Granton was like, on my count, boys. Counting down from five to one. Five. Four. And Danny was like, no, 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 I'm a human, I swear. As he stumbled and tried to get up, but the floor was too fucking slippery and wet because of the fucking urine. And Walter was like, this bastard thinks he's one of us, a human. Let's send him to fucking hell. And Grand continued counting. Three, two, one. So about eight balls came down that alley simultaneously and hit Danny, breaking major bones and boners in his body. Then kids and other families started to line up and started rolling their balls down the alley too. Because they thought that the bowling alley made some kind of special cosmic alien lane with a really cool animatronic alien so this went on for probably about a good hour and a half and Danny managed to call 911 and explain the whole story to the 911 dispatcher 911 what's your emergency Danny was like people are rolling bowling balls at me at the cosmic bowling alley they think I'm an animatronic attraction ah 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 they think I'm an alien. Ah! Ah! Come! Come! Ah! 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 Come quick! The 911 operator was like, Sir, please remain calm. I'm not understanding, you know, the situation here. So Danny yelled, Ah! Ah! They think I'm an animatronic attra ah! attraction. I'm getting ah! assaulted, hit with bowling balls. Ah, just come, come quick! Ah, fuck! And now Danny is currently in ICU in critical condition, and sadly has lost his job as caregiver at the old people's home. And um, it's fucking sad. They they sent him a letter of notice of uh, termination, separation per se. Um, and uh, Danny had to read it. From a full body cast held in front of his face, almost point blank range by, you know, a family member. And as um, a nurse, you know, changed his catheter out, it was fucking pitiful. And Danny was like, damn, I don't need this fucking shit right now. I'm in a fucking ICU, motherfucker. ICU, motherfucker. I see you, motherfucker. Can't you just wait until... I get released to send me this fucking shit, this fucking note? What the fuck is this? 
Okay, so we have a very special guest on the show today to help us unpack and analyze this new Trump indictment that has been handed down by Jack Smith and Satan himself. Today, we have a Florida attorney who has agreed to come on the show to speak in legal terms for his consultation fee. Yes, I call one of those if you've been injured in a car wreck or at work and are unable to work, return to work people, you know. I call J.D. Flincher. We work for you to get you the money and vacay you deserve. Please welcome J.D. Flincher. Welcome to Little White Church, J.D. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's talk. Have you or a loved one been injured and been unable to return to work? Have you or a loved one suffered any trauma because you are hurt or unable to perform work tasks that used to be easy but now is excruciatingly uncomfortable to perform? Have you lost a finger or been dismembered due to mechanical, technical, or employer-responsible malpractice error due to a procedural safety error not addressed in the employee standard of operating procedures have you or a loved one suffered at the hands of an incompetent manager or even staff member have you or a loved one been killed or injured to a degree of irreparable damage that of which an employer is responsible for and therefore liable ultimately and I mean entirely financially liable in a the range of at least six figures of more have you or a loved one received due payment of greater than six figures or more it's your money let us collect it for you it's your money you need it now now tomorrow not next year or next week, we will get you your money and get it for you now. Man, that was fucking awesome to hear in person. You know, I usually see it on that commercial. You know, I love that commercial where you guys do, where, where you're like on top of the tractor trailer truck. And you just, you said something like, uh, it's your money and you fucking need it now. And you just start hand shuffling like money like fucking crazy. Like fucking hundred dollar bills off that fucking truck. Making it rain like fucking crazy on some hot ass bitches like strippers and bikinis. Washing that tractor trailer truck. And those girls are just washing that fucking truck and, and each other. And they are gorgeous, man. Why, thank you, Pastor. I really appreciate that. Those are just some of my past girlfriends I called up. I said, hey, I could really use a favor. We are making a tasteless commercial, and it's your money. You need it now. And I totally paid them right there on the fucking spot in that commercial. That's me paying them, giving them their money now. Man, that's fucking incredible. What an awesome story. I mean, you gave them their money right then and there and that's you lived up to that reputation and i can't thank you enough for that but listen you know i gotta come clean here i filled out that online application Uh, this is not a real consultation i i know i filled out a false application basically filing a bunch of bullshit claims and uh, try to lure you here you see i i didn't really have a peg leg or a elongated scrotum due to a, a you know machinery malfunction at work but 
What I do need, however, from you, I need you to give us your legal expertise in relation to the case or really cases that are against our Lord Donald Trump. We want your opinion here on the show today. So this is not a job. You don't need your money now. You don't need the money right now. So you or a loved one filled out a consultation agreement to discuss Donald Trump's legal cases and not a legitimate case. Well, it's not really consultation. It's an interview. You see, you're on a Christian show here at church and we're doing an interview about the legal case against Donald Trump. And it, it, it was just... Me filling out the, you know, form. Not a loved one, really. Um, believe me, uh, most of the loved ones in my family, I come from a long line of family trees, and most of my loved ones are incompetent, and uh, they cannot fill out a form. Okay, I guess I could give my two cents and give it now about Trump's predicament. If you want the truth, Trump is pretty much royally fucked with a capital F. There is just so much against this, let me speak very, uh, frankly, criminal. It's pitiful. You have the Alvin Bragg case, Stormy Daniels hush money payment. You have the hoarding and retention of highly sensitive classified government documents. And you have the Eugene Carroll civil case, Trump lost that, which basically confirms he sexually assaulted her and sexually assaulted her now. And then you have this new indictment regarding Trump's efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election. And you have the Fannie Willis Georgia election interference case. So in my opinion, it's pretty cut and dry. Trump is fucked. This is what we attorneys call a slam dunk case, and you can win it now. If Jack Smith, who truly is a great prosecutor, came to me and showed me all the evidence he had about Donald Trump and said, hey, do you want to be a part of this? I said, I want to be a part of this now. And I would say, fuck yeah, this is a slam dunk fucking case. Let's go. Which case are you fucking referring to that is a slam dunk? That's fucking nuts, man. That would be all of them. Trump is fucked in all of them. Eugene Carroll already won her case. Her case wasn't even that difficult. Trump lost it. It's not that hard to beat Trump in court. His goose is fucking cooked. That's pretty much all there is to it. Any lawyer that looks at this clearly can say, yeah, Trump is fucked now. I think even Trump's own lawyers even know Trump is fucked now. Trump speaks his mind on social media and gives damaging testimony that can be used against him in a court of law. And Trump's lawyers can't get Trump to shut the fuck up. So I think the lawyers for Trump know they are in a sinking ship MAGA stands for Make Attorneys Get Attorneys. Trump has even implemented his own attorneys in crime. So it's just a matter of time. Trump is going down like any common criminal. And I think it's great. No one should be above the law. No one. Whoa, whoa, slow your roll, man. Slow your roll. I, I invite you to this church. Well, I kind of tricked you by filling out a fake application, but I invited you to this church to tell me some good fucking news and tell me these fucking liberals don't have a leg to stand on. Tell me that these cases are fucking weak. What, what kind of 
fucking attorney do you think you fucking are? Don't you think these cases are b bullshit? I mean, what what about Hunter, Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden! The Clintons, the Obamas, for God fucking sake. Don't you think they should be in jail now? Don't you think they should go to jail now? Right now? And, and, and be put in jail for clearly fabricating these indictments on our fucking Lord. I understand you are frustrated now. You being a Republican religious person, obviously you are biased in favor of the accused. It's important to note, everyone is presumed innocent until proven guilty. And that's only because, even in Trump's case, when you are most definitely responsibly guilty, Trump still has to have his day in court to be told, Hey, you're guilty as fuck, so let's put a rubber stamp on it, bitch. It was kind of like the downtime Jeffrey Dahmer had. He admitted to investigators like, yeah, I fucking did it. Told them how he did it. They found horrible things at his place, did it. But yeah, that guy was innocent until Dahmer got his rubber stamp of guilty as fuck. So yeah, there is downtime where someone can identify as innocent until the court makes it official. Like, yeah, now you are now a convicted criminal. Here is your rubber seal. Now go fuck yourself. I think once Trump gets back in office, you're going to see Trump go after Jack Smith and those who tried to prosecute him and uh, persecute Trump. And, um, and then you'll see uh, like a closed court trial where Trump proves not only was there election fraud, but that like Biden, Obama, Michael Cohen, Satan, the Clintons, Alec Baldwin, who was, you know, the actor from Beetlejuice and Rust and, you know, played our Lord on SNL and made the fucking fun of him. And I think really any Donald Trump, uh, you know, enemies that he doesn't like is probably involved in this setup against Trump. So that's when you'll see the evidence come pouring in. And then, of course, we're going to save all the children from being raped. All the babies from getting raped. Well, let me ask you this. Why can't Trump indict Obama, Joe Biden, Satan, Beetlejuice, and all the individuals you mentioned and do the case now? Well, it takes time for Trump to develop a team. I'm, I'm sure he will get Jim Jordan or uh, Marjorie Green to head this investigation. And I'm sure two country illiterate bumpkins can surely prove a complex scheme to set up Trump. I mean... This setup is complex as fuck. These Democrats did uh, so good. They uh, Somehow they controlled Donald Trump's body with, I'm guessing, a microchip or some shit and set Trump up to take a bunch of documents, sexually assault Eugene Carroll, and uh, fuck a porn star, pay her with campaign money, and, and then get Antifa and January 6th fake electors to... to you know, uh, to set Trump up, you know, and uh, it was very well orchestrated by Democrats, and it's going to take some time, like Jim Jordan, to prove it, and um, it will take time, okay, it'll probably be after, you know, the election to prove this, and uh, Trump will probably most definitely have to be in office to be able to oversee this and make it happen.
Well, I really think your claims are extravagant and outlandish and you need help and you need help now. You need fucking help, buddy. Now, now, could you explain to me why Trump is getting prosecuted for taking White House documents when Joe Biden did the exact same thing, just like Joe Rogan said on his program? That's an easy one to explain. Thank you for asking. The difference is Joe Biden and also Mike Pence both complied and gave the documents back immediately. No struggle. They gave it back right then. Just, okay, I got the documents. Sorry about that. Here they are. Trump, on the other hand, had a massive amount of documents, like a shitload of documents, at his luxury resort at Mar-a-Lago by a fucking toilet. Then Trump lied about returning all the documents and then failed to comply with a subpoena. Trump directed his bodyguard slash butler, Walt Nauta, acting at Trump's direction to move boxes that included illegally retained classified documents and national defense-related documents from a storage room at Mar-a-Lago to Trump's residence. Then Trump got raided simply because Trump acted like a fucking asshole and just would not simply give the documents back. It's that simple. Most presidents have accidentally kept documents. However, they don't act like a fucking asshole about it and refuse to return the documents. All Trump had to do was give the documents back and the indictment regarding the documents would have never happened. It's as simple as that. And anyone acting like this is exactly what Biden did is dead wrong and kidding themselves. Biden didn't act like a dumbass and tell the National Archives, hey, go fuck off. People like podcaster Joe Rogan saying this is the same thing are just out of their fucking mind. Clearly Trump acted with malice and just simply kept fucking around until you know enough is enough. They charged Trump for not acting like a normal human being and returning the fucking documents. Return the fucking documents. No, it's the same exact thing like Joe Rogan said. I mean... I just don't agree with you on any of that shit you just said. Trump was extremely cooperative, more than cooperative. I'm sure he invited them to come take a big Mar-a-Lago shit and get whatever documents they had while they took a shit and just gather those boxes out of his bathroom. Anyways, don't you think... This, you know, new indictment is like what, you know, Sean Handy said. Not worth the paper it's printed on. Don't you think there is, you know, basically absolutely nothing? No, I don't. Trump is responsible. Trump is liable. I think that you and Sean Hannity are extremely biased in favor of Donald Trump. A grand jury in Washington has indicted Trump. I would suggest you read the indictment. I don't want to read that fucking shit. It's beyond my reading level and, um... Read it. Read it now. I have a hard time reading, you know, hard legal terminology and literature in general. And I'll probably not understand it. And I never even read the Bible or that, you know, new revised Trump damn Bible that we wrote. Uh, besides that, it's a witch... Hunt, cunt, hunt. I'm not going to read that fucking bullshit. Well, I happen to have a copy of the indictment with me now. Let me go over some of the parts of it with you now. 
I can read it to you and explain it to you. So maybe you can get an idea what this document is saying now. Don't even fucking try, man. Like, it sounds like you're speaking Chinese or Mandarin or French or whatever, man. And I'm not going to get it. I'm never going to get it. I'll never get it in... You remind me of my teacher from elementary school trying to sit me down with a book and get me to read with her and it's fucking useless. It's fucking useless, teacher. I don't understand this fucking shit. I will never get it. It's like someone took letters and words then made like sentences and constructed like a, you know, like um. Yeah, that's right, Billy. That's how a document, or in this case, an indictment, is written. That's how literature works. You take sentences and outline specific charges. Jack Smith explains perfectly these charges. All you have to do is read the document. It's not that hard. Read it. Read it now. Yeah, I remember in school they used to do the this thing called the Book It program. As a student, you would have to read a certain amount of books... Get your parents to sign off that you read the book to get those points. And then you get a Pizza Hut personal pan pizza once you reach a certain amount of points. Okay, well that's a great program. I tell you what, let's go over this indictment together. And I will give you your money and give it to you now. And then you can go buy a personal pan pizza with that money. Buy it now from the Pizza Hut place when we're all done. Okay, fair deal? Oh my fucking god, Trump damn, yeah. Oh fuck, this will be my first reward. And I never earned a pizza back in, you know, my elementary school days. And I refused to read a fucking book. So I never got a damn fucking pizza. And it's my fault, but it's my money and I can get it now. Let's go, bitch. Conspiracy to defraud the U.S. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. Conspiracy against rights. The defendant, Donald J. Trump, was the 45th president of the United States and a candidate for re-election in 2020. The defendant lost the 2020 presidential election. <laughs> no, he won. But Joe Biden stole the election. <laughs> Let's just show you that Jack Smith has fucking nothing. But continue. Despite having lost, the defendant was determined to remain in power. So for more than two months following election day on November 3rd, 2020, the defendant spread lies that there had been outcome determinative fraud in the election and that he had actually won. These claims were false and the defendant knew they were false. But the defendant repeatedly and widely disseminated them anyway to make his knowingly false claims appear legitimate, creating an intense national atmosphere of mistrust and anger, and rode public faith in the administrations of the election. Okay, and let me stop you there. We had clear evidence of fraud. Trump wasn't just pulling this shit out of his asshole. Uh. Mike Lindell proved beyond a reasonable doubt that the election fraud for a matter of fucking fact happened. We didn't get tricked into believing this, okay? This is true, 
Okay. And that's what Trump has made you to believe. Look at the reality of the situation. Trump had like around 70 election fraud cases thrown out of court because the allegations were meritless. Many people told Trump that he had no basis for these claims, like Mike Pence. Leaders of the DOJ, the Director of National Security, Director of Department of Homeland Securities, Cyber Securities, and Infrastructure Security Agency, senior White House officials, campaign staffers, Republican state legislator officials, and of course, dozens of states and federal courts. Okay, well listen up, J.D. Flancher. Okay, listen. That's because Trump knew. He just knew because he's like a psychic. He, he's like, um, got premonition, and he didn't need anyone advising him. Or tell him that there was no election fraud because he had a premonition that there was. He didn't need anyone advising him that there wasn't and there was no evidence to that effect. He just fucking knew. You know, he came out on election night when he was ahead in the votes before, you know, the Democrat mail-in dumps where all those mail-in votes, legit mail-in votes came in and uh, overtook him. He predicted that. He said... I'm having a premonition that they're going to try to steal this. And sure enough, they tried to steal it from him. And I just was locked in. I was like, man, this guy is smart. He just knows what these liberals are trying to do. And he's right. There, there was election fraud. Now, Pastor, just calm down. Do you want your pizza? Do you want it fucking now? Let's continue. Yes, I want my pizza, and I want a blowjob now, and I want my money now. Let's go. The defendant had a right, like every American, to speak publicly about the election and even claim falsely that there had been outcome-determinative fraud during the election and that he had won. He was also entitled to formally challenge the results of the election through lawful and appropriate means, such as by seeking recounts or audits of the popular states of filing lawsuits challenging ballots and procedures. Indeed, in many cases, the defendant did pursue these methods of contesting the election results. His efforts to change the outcome in any state through recounts, audits, or legal challenges were uniformly unsuccessful. That's what I'm saying. They're going after Trump's freedom of speech. You should be able to say whatever the fuck you want to in this country. And Jack Smith is very specific that this is not an indictment of his freedom of speech. Please listen to this next part. Shortly after the election, the defendant also pursued unlawful means of discounting legitimate votes and subverting the election results. In so doing, the defendant perpetrated three criminal conspiracies. Would you like to read this next part, Pastor White? Okay, I guess, I guess I'll try to read it. Um, I, I, I can, conspiracy? Conspiracy to... A conspiracy to defraud the United States of using dishonesty, fraud, and deceit to impair, obstruct, and defeat the lawful federal government function by which the results of the presidential election are collected and counted and certified by the federal government in violation of 18 U.S.C. Um, uh, something. You're doing good. It can uh, be a conspiracy to corruptly obstruct and impede the January 6th 
a congressional proceeding at which the collective results of the presidential election are counted and certified. The certification proceeding, I believe that's what um, uh, happened with uh, Mike Pence, you know, not certified in that shit. And he really fucked us up on that one. I'll continue. Um, a conspiracy um, against the right to vote and to have one vote counted in violation of 18 um, USA 241. If your teacher could see you now, she would be so fucking proud. Now, just continue. Uh, read on. Okay. Um... Each of these conspiracies which built on the widespread mistrust the defendant was creating through pervasive and destabilizing lies about election fraud targeted a bedrock function of the United States federal government. The nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying well, I'm getting good at this. The results of the presidential election. Oh my god, J.D. That's the best I ever fucking read. That's the best I've ever fucking read, man. And your teacher would be so fucking proud today. Okay, so that is sort of the outline of the indictment. So yes, like it was Donald Trump's freedom of speech to save face and basically say, hey, he won the election even though there was no evidence to prove that he actually did win the election. That was his freedom of speech to do so. And he had the right to challenge the election by all means, which he did and failed. But where he broke the law... Was Trump conspired to change the election results using unlawful means like with the fake elector scheme putting pressure on Mike Pence and the phone call to Georgia? Yeah, yeah, they got fucking nothing. We just read a bunch of bullshit. This is just something that they made up based off of nothing. This is a nothing burger, buddy. And I suggest you go fuck yourself, you bitch. What? What the motherfucker are you talking about? Go fuck yourself. You uh, go fuck yourself now. Fuck go you. fuck yourself and go fuck yourself now. You or a loved one need to fuck yourself. Bring my go loved fuck yourself this. now. There is 78 charges against Trump. Three indictments. Another pending. Trump will be charged. I just don't see Trump getting off on everything. That would be fucking crazy. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself now. Fuck I don't you, see buddy. him running the table and getting away with all of this. You gotta be fucking kidding fuck me. Fuck you. yourself. Fuck yourself now. Hey, I just read the intro to the indictment today. You nor Jack Smith said I could fucking do it, but I did it. So I want my pizza, and I want it right fucking now, you motherfucker. You want your money? You want it now? Here's your fucking money. Here's your money now. Go get your pizza. Go get it now. Fuck you. Fuck you now. That's right. Pay up, bitch. And don't you ever come back on this show, you asshole. Get the fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, so I want you to totally disregard the bullshit you heard from attorney J.D. Flincher. I didn't know he was a woke, you know, liberal lawyer attorney. I guess I assumed because he was 
from Florida or whatever, he was probably a corrupt Republican lawyer who probably supports Donald Trump, you know, our Lord and Savior. And it turns out JD works for the Biden administration. And I know he just gave me 20 bucks, but that motherfucker won't get you your money because you need it now. He won't ever get you your money that you deserve. He's a piece of shit lawyer attorney. He's a bastard. Is everyone a part of the fucking deep state? It's getting ridiculous. There's a big fucking team of deep state people who out to fuck Trump. It's getting fucking ridiculous that our lawyer gets inducted, indicted so many fucking times and Trump is like that bad, you know, Trump is like that bad high school boyfriend that's brought home and your parents are like, that boy is no good. He is a criminal. He will amount to nothing. He gets arrested all the fucking time. He is no good for you, honey. And you're just like wearing his MAGA football jersey. But I love him, daddy. Your daddy will light up his pipe and say, Listen, honey, he is a punk-ass punk, little white boy. He has no respect for you. He will amount to fucking nothing. He's, I hate to say it, honey, but he is a spoiled loser. And you stomp your feet. He will amount to something, daddy. You know he was my president one time before the, you know, the deep state took it from him, daddy. He was a, he was a mountain to something then, and he will be president again one day, daddy. Your daddy will point his finger at you. He will amount to nothing. That boy is in and out of jail all the time. That boy has cheated on you with a porn star and paid her hush money. Then he kept government documents. And that boy got fired from the one good job he had, he ever had, and then got indicted and, uh, and impeached and all that kind of shit for trying to steal an election, a fair election, he got indicted. That boy is no good. You need to stay away from his whole damn family. His whole family is no good. They're a bunch of druggies, cocaine pusher sniffers. To your room, young lady. To your room, young lady. And I don't want you talking to him anymore unless it's through lawyers. I don't want you speaking to that 77-year-old boy anymore. Then you cry in your bedroom. And you grab the pillow and hold it tight. Oh, he will amount to something, Daddy. Didn't you see the show? Didn't you see the show he he had? It was called The Apprentice. Did you see The Apprentice, Daddy? Oh, didn't you see his state company, Daddy? His airline industry. Didn't you see how he, he handled COVID and crashed our economy just in time to blame it on Joe Biden when he took office? Didn't you see all the wonders, Daddy? Didn't you see... What I see in him, Daddy. You didn't see him for what I see in him, Daddy. 
You didn't see the, the access hallway tape when he talked about grabbing young ladies by the, the badge. Daddy, did you not see that? How could you miss that, Daddy? It's right fucking there, Daddy. How could you not say that this is not the boy for me? I love him, Daddy. One day you're going to walk me down the aisle and give me away to this perfect prince. If he ends up in jail, I'm sure I could do conjugal visits, Daddy. Because a healthy sex life is always good for a married couple, even if one partner is in jail, Daddy. Anyways, your vote don't count, Daddy. My guy don't believe in democracy, so fuck you, Daddy. I love him, Daddy. So no matter what anyone says, like Trump is no good, as Republicans, we are going to remain in this hostile relationship because hell, it's just what we fucking do. We want someone that is a fucking asshole because we are fucking assholes ourselves. We want someone that's gonna be an ass. So let me give you a hypothetical death scenario in the event that, you know, you leave this world today. God forbid you leave this world today, but you might. You could cease to exist on this earth anyways. God forbid it, but you know, the good Lord signs off on every death, green lights it, and so, I mean, God forbid it, but one day he is going to give the thumbs up, like, yeah, go get his ass, kill him. So, let me give you a death scenario. This should be a very simple, relatable death scenario, so that you realize, hey, I'm vulnerable. This could happen to me, so I better get religious now and wake the fuck up. Okay, let's say you are like a big movie star and you've done like big action films, big blockbuster films, you know, and have done numerous major stunts like jump from planes or rappel down, you know, a rope on like a the world's tallest building. You've done numerous films and have defied death, doing things, the stunts that are fucking crazy, but your luck is probably about to run the fuck out. So in the next big movie you were scheduled to make, there was plans for you to drive a motorcycle off a really, really tall cliff in Norway, and then jump off the motorcycle. The bike falls below you down to the cliff, you know, you plank in the air for a while and then you parachute down the rocky terrain and land safely to the ground. To train for this stunt, you have been doing 500 skydives and 13,000 motocross jumps. That's just preparation for this fucking jump. This was your job for months to skydive and and do motocross jumps. This this allowed the film team to map out camera angles and the exact trajectory of the jump. Everything was perfect. You have to hit the jump at the exact speed to get the best shot. Any fuck up could cost you your life if you fuck it up. You can not see the speedometer because you have to keep your face and eyes up for the shot so you have to do it all based on the feel of the bike. And um, 
when the day of the stunt comes. They have a ramp set up at the end of the cliff. You stand on the end of the ramp and you look down at the cliff and say, Wow, that is a long fucking way down, isn't shit? Let's fucking do this, alright? So you gear up, you get your bike gear on, you get your bike, you, you ride the bike off the ramp perfectly. The motorcycle drops beneath you. You plank and then open the parachute and glide and land perfectly. It looked like a good shot to me. You get down to the ground and you say, Fuck! I could have fucking did that a lot fucking better. The shot looked like fucking shit. I think I, I can get a little higher. Open up a little later. I don't know. It looked like fucking shit, man. Let's go fucking again. Fuck, let's go again. Fuck, let's go. So the team has to clean up the broken motorcycle pieces at the bottom of the cliff before the next jump. So you go to your trailer and you get a blow job from someone from the set while you, you know, wait for them to clean up the motorcycle pieces from the rocky terrain. They say, you know, the person blowing you is like, that was so awesome what you just did. You tell her to temporarily stop sucking your dick for a second and you say, you, you fucking listen to me. Get my dick out of your mouth for a second and just fucking listen to me. That shot looked fucking awful. I must try that again. Okay, now you may continue. So you do the jump again. And then again, and again, the film crew has to keep resetting and you get blow jobs after blow jobs and you do jumps and jumps and get blow jobs and blow jobs in between doing crazy ass movie stunts. And um, you do this all about 15 times. You say, okay, I think I know what the fucking problem is. I, I wish I would have thought about this earlier, but um, I need to jump off this cliff without the man-made, you know, built ramp right here. It just seems fake to me. I, I know, like, you are going to use CGI to make it look like, a, you know, a, the ramp is, in, is just part of the cliff and not really a ramp there, you know, but I feel like I need to just do one take without the ramp just to see how it goes. If it doesn't look right, we can just go with take number 15. I can live with that one. That one is pretty good, but I really want to try without the ramp, okay? The film director tries to dissuade you and says, Sir, I don't advise that. I really don't. Ugh. We have been rehearsing and practicing with this ramp and the uncertainty with the natural terrain may cause a, you know, catastrophic, you know, failure. You get up in the film director's face. How the fuck dare you question me, you fucking prick. I'm the star. I will not take direction from you. I call the Fucking shots around here, motherfucker. You are nothing without me. Disassemble this ugly piece of fucking shit and stand the fuck out of my fucking way. So the exhausted film crew disassembles the ramp while you go get another blowjob. Oh, and I forgot to tell you that 
the person blowing you never finishes you either because she only like edges you because that's part of your method you see once you get the shot you want to get for the film you come back you fuck her and that's like your big reward for doing the perfect shot and you, you give her the perfect shot if you get my drift hey you're a perfectionist okay so the crew gets the fucking dumbass ramp out of the way and the cliff is now flat as hell and the ground is very rocky and bumpy and you say well let's give this a fucking shot you take off on your motorcycle <laughs> The ground is bumpy as fucking hell and causes you to rock back and forth and you're trying to control the fucking bike. It's going crazy. And you almost to the end of the clip at the last second the bike hits a big ass fucking rock. Ah! Causing your bike to come off that cliff corkscrewing and you are falling and turning through the fucking air and you are scared as hell and you open your parachute and your parachute snags up that motorcycle and you fall even fucking faster but you you come right before you hit the ground and you come crashing into the rocks and blood and and come just go everywhere you pass the fuck on people pass the fuck on the movie never gets made. Where would you go? Heaven? Heaven? Or hell? I'm telling you today, you don't have to go to hell. You can go to heaven only if you subscribe to Little White Church. That's the only way you're going to fucking get there, I tell you. Will Trump go to heaven? Hell, I don't know. Maybe jail. Fuck, I don't know where the fuck he will go. He'll probably go to hell. I, all I know is that our Republican Lord, and we need to stick by him no matter what. We made a pact, remember? We were like those kids from American Pie when they said, No longer will our penises remain flaccid. We will get laid! Those kids made a pact to get laid before prom. Well, us Republicans made a blood oath. Pact. To support Donald Trump no matter what, come hell or high water. We are in love. I love him, Daddy. Thank you, guys. Now subscribe to Little White Church, okay? That's the fucking show. No, no you hang up. No, you hang up. Okay, I'll hang up.